and welcome back to the Last Strong Javi podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I am Chris Border from Yes Fitness, owning Yes Fitness, coming to you from my living room. I'm not really quite sure why my light is so dark over here today, but it is, and we're just gonna have to deal with it. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, we're gonna talk about a few things today. Uh, first. Um, we're a couple of weeks into our quarantine games. Everybody's having some fun with that. Just got some games going. Some virtual stuff happening to get people accountable for what's going on during these weeks to help them maintain or even improve their level of fitness, help them lose a couple of pounds if they need to. But more for just stay engaged because it's very difficult. People are really finding out how difficult it is to work out at home and how to stay accountable at home and how to stay motivated at home. So our quarantine games, we're a couple weeks into our quarantine games. And from there, today we're going to talk about fall prevention. It is a big topic, uh, not just balance training, but really more about fall prevention. And I'm going to go through some stuff about balance, but it's, it's the fall prevention that we really want to try to get focused on, we really want to think about and work on. So, a study published in the Journal of American Medical Associations has found that deaths from falls amongst older Americans have increased sharply. Nearly 25,000 people, 75 or older, died of a result of falls in 2016. Almost three times as many as in 2000. And experts warn that the toll is likely to rise along with our population shift. We're getting older here in America. As the United States population continues to age, we can expect more deaths from more falls. We can also expect more hospitalizations and nursing from admissions as a result of all these falls. An estimated $50 billion was spent in medical care related to falls in 2015. For both men and women, the death rate due to falls per 100,000 has roughly doubled between years 2000 to 2016. For men, the rate rose from 61 per 100,000 to 116. And among women, the rate also jumped from 46 to 106 per 100,000. It's a serious problem. It's a lot of deaths. While a fall can be quite embarrassing, the injuries it causes can be linked to a growing rate of fatalities. The injuries include broken bones, hip injuries, head trauma, and internal bleeding. If that wasn't enough, even non-fatal injuries can have lost long-lasting effects on the elderly. Aside from rising hospital and physical rehabilitation bills, older Americans who survive their falls and suffer fractures may also have to deal with immobility and more fragile mental health. They just think about it, they fear it. So due to this, the fear of falling begins to plague older adults, which with each passing birthday, eventually, they can choose to refrain from outdoors and social activities, such as taking a walk in the park or even gardening, thus becoming more unfit and increasing the risk for falls even more. So what, what's causing these falls? Well, age has a huge contributing factor. Since the older we get, the less coordinated we are, the less flexible we are, the less balance we have. As a re result, it becomes easier for us to fall. 
Other factors include chronic disease, which affects function and balance, foot problems, and side effects of medications. Fortunately, while the risk of falls can be alarming to both yourself and the, your loved ones, there are ways in which you can reduce the risk of falling. So I'm going to go through a few things that we can do and think about to help them reduce the risk of falling. We haven't even gotten to fall prevention yet. We're just talking about balance and things like that. First, let's analyze the medications. Uh, there could be uh, they could be causing lightheadedness, drowsiness, low blood pressure, fatigue. They're all potential side effects of medications. And it's important to alert the doctors of these symptoms so they can either provide a medical alternative or reduce the dosage. You need to take a look at the house. To a little inventory of the home. A lot of trips and falls can occur at home. So as, as opposed to making it baby-proof, one should make it your home fall proof first fix any loose floorboards or carpet edges as he can easily trip you up it's also important to keep the home as brightly lit as possible place night lights all over the house okay including the bedroom especially at the top and the bottom of the stairs and with regards to the stairs make sure the rails are very secure in the bathroom it's important to install non-slip mats as well as handrails Number three, hey, let's check their hearing. According to a study published in the peer journal, peer-reviewed journal JAMA, Internal Medicine, poor hearing is linked to three-fold increase in falling. A separate study also revealed that hearing aids may improve balance, thus reducing the risk of falling. Regular eye checkups. Number four, let's get their eyes checked, right? When it comes to reducing the risk of falling, eye health is incredibly important. Sensitivity to light as well as blurriness can affect vision, which in turn increases the risk of serious falls. Number five, hey, think about this. Wear supportive shoes, right? Your feet do a lot of walking, so it's important to make sure that you're comfortable. When picking the perfect shoes, make sure that your elderly loved ones pick a comfortable pair with a non-slip sole. Something to think about, right? And finally, perform strength training. You know I'd get to this, right? You know I'd get to strength training. This is so important in our lives. As we age, we want to be able to not just live longer. We want to be able to enjoy living longer. Nobody wants to be going shuffling down the street. They want to be able to move. They want to be able to walk. They want to be able to have fun. They want to hike, play golf, tennis, whatever it is, right? We experience muscle loss as we age, starting around age 30. So it's important for all ages, especially elderly, to engage in physical activity that can safely improve their strength. Safely improve their strength. In fact, a study published in the Journal of American Medical Association found that both weight-bearing exercises and resistant exercises help to strengthen muscles. Duh, right? Like we didn't know that, right? You had to do studies to figure this out. But this will then help lower the risk of falls. And we'll explain to you why in a few minutes, okay? The study analyzed a program whereby the participants performed strength training and balance retraining exercises for three times a week. They were also requested to walk 30 minutes at least twice a week. The study found that over a period of 12 months, the occurrence of the falls had reduced by 36%. That is a huge amount, right? 36%. You also want to maintain healthy bones. In the case of your elderly loved ones, if they do fall, right, 
they can prevent any fractures if they can regularly keep their bone density up, right? Keep their bones healthy. One way of doing this is by performing strength training exercises and weight-bearing exercises, of course, right? It always comes back to exercise. Falls happen, no matter your age. But the truth is, the higher age, the more susceptible you are to falling. In fact, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention has pegged falling as the leading cause of injury and death among adults age 65 and older. Leading, right? But don't think that having a forest of candles on your birthday cake automatically means you're doomed to fall. If there's one thing we know for sure, it's that it's never too late to start protecting yourself against the pesky age-related changes that you make that make you more susceptible to the tumbles and the falls. This way, you can enjoy your, your life. You know, changes like declines in muscle mass, right? This that happens. According to one age in, aging review, one in three adults age 60 and older suffer from severe muscle loss called sarcopenia. You know that shuffle, shuffle, shuffle around, that sound that adults make when they shuffle around? Well, that's the sound of sarcopenia. Sarcopenia drastically affects the strength of the legs, the hips, and the core, all of which are critical to mobility and maintaining independence. We want to have independence as we get older, right? We want to be able to enjoy those extra years. And sarcopenia drains that independence from our bodies. The loss of muscle mass and strength in the arms can make it difficult to catch yourself if you were to trip. So it's not just the legs, it's the upper body as well. And since the muscles of the bodies act as sort of a protection for the bones, if you were to fall because of the inadequate muscle mass, you may be more likely to suffer a bone break. So balance is achieved and maintained by a complex set of sensor motors control system that includes a sensory input from your vision, your sight, proprioception, that's your touch, and the vestibular system, which is motion, uh, equilibrium, and the spatial orientation. This integration of the sensory input and the body's output to the eye and the muscles of the body cause balance. But I'm not just talking about balance. What I want to talk to you about here is talking about fall prevention, okay? Do you realize that it takes 200 muscles to work in unison to take one single step? You need to train all 200 muscles correctly to improve your chances of not falling when walking. All 200 muscles. Fall prevention is key to injury prevention, okay? If you do lose your balance, we need to be able to stop that fall. The ability for the body to move quickly enough to take a step and it's strong enough to absorb the forces of the fall and to prevent the fall from happening. Programs, okay, a program that can include exercise for balance should contain probably movements that increase flexibility in the neck and the torso, strengthening the lower body, moving the ankle complex, the quadriceps, the arms, the back, the abdominals, again, the whole body. But that program also must force you to shift your body weight. And it must de de gradually decrease the base of support. 
So a balanced program should, should progress from a two-legged stance that minimal, minimally challenges your balance, right? Stability, because you got two legs on the balance, right? On the ground, then to a more complex stance. And it might, it might look like something like this. You have two legs just side to side, and then you're gonna get into a staggered stance, which one foot out in front of the other, that takes away some of your stability, get those base a little bit tighter together, gonna to make it harder to balance. Supporting so on one leg will, will improve, will increase your balance, right? And you can do some things with the arms, Maybe you have both arms out to the side and then maybe you're just alternating one arm at a time or just one arm is moving around. Um, you can have your head turn, you close your eyes. All these things are gonna help you with your balance, but they're not gonna help you improve your fall prevention when you go to fall. And that is what is key here, okay? And I just wanna let you realize that you need people need to stay on top of the most current research, okay? So research now shows that exercise like standing, on a surface like a wobble board or doing exercises on a BOSU, which is a half a ball, or doing exercises, fancy exercises on a, on a stability belt, don't actually increase core strength or improve your balance. That's what the research shows. They just make you better at doing that particular task. It doesn't transfer over to real life functional moving. Fall prevention. For fall prevention, you need deceleration training. You need to improve the body's ability to absorb the forces. So when you step and you begin to fall, you decelerate and the body can handle those forces when you go to fall. So you're, you need to be able to first move your foot quick enough to get out there and then you need to be able to absorb those, those forces. The resistance exercises need to focus on what we call, pardon me, Resistance exercises need to focus on what we call eccentric portion of the exercise, okay? That is when the muscle is lengthening under the load, okay? So, for example, if I'm pushing my arm down, right, and my bicep muscle right in here is going to get longer, that's an eccentric contraction. Another example of that would be when you're squatting, when you're lowering your body, you're eccentric contracting the muscle. Under load, the muscles are getting longer. That's what your body needs to work on. For fall prevention, there needs to be a focus on ankle strength, not just to raise the foot. I mean, it's super important to be able to raise the foot, right? So when you go to step, the foot lifts up, but also that that ankle can absorb the forces when stepping. The program also needs to address fast twitch muscle fibers. So what are fast twitch muscle fibers? Your body basically has two kinds of muscle fibers, slow twitch and fast twitch. If you have a lot of slow twitch muscle fibers, okay, you might be, an Olympic um, marathon runner. If you have a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers, you might be a sprinter in the Olympics, but it's the fast twitch muscle fibers that we need to address to be able to move quickly and to be able to absorb those, those forces. That has to be, it's a critical part of your program. Power exercises, okay? Address fast twitch muscle fibers. So we need to have power exercises for the upper body and the lower body, okay? It's not, you need to be able to not just step quick enough to get your foot out there and to be able to absorb the forces as you go down, but you also be able to get your arm out there to maybe stop the fall and to be able to absorb those forces if you do fall. So this is all very important things that you need to have in your program, not just for balance training, but for fall prevention, because that's what we want to do. We want to be able to prevent the fall. And, and you know, everyone's program is going to be different. Everyone's level of fitness is at a different point, 
okay? Some people may be able to just have to start off with some single joint exercises to, to strengthen some of the, the inner thigh and the outer thigh and the hip musculature and the quadratus lumborum to be able to walk better, to improve their gait, right? Whereas other people might be able to just jump right into some lower body multi-joint exercises like a squat or a lunge or a split squat, things like that. So no cookie cutter program will address the needs of each individual. I want to stress to you, okay, that we want to be able to not just improve balance because the most important thing we can do to improve balance, okay, is to improve our strength. And that is critical to fall prevention because as we go through life here, right, we don't want to just like shuffle along and say, oh yeah, I live to 90, but you know you can't get up and down out of the chair. You're afraid to go walk to get the mail. You won't go for a walk with your family. You're stuck indoors, shuffling along, reaching from chair to, to, to couch to uh, tabletop. That's not, there's no way to live life. We want to be able to enjoy life. We want to be able to live these extra years that we're building towards, right? As we're making deposits, we talk about making deposits into our longevity bank. We want to be able to enjoy those years. And to be able to enjoy those years mean that we need to be able to feel confident that we can move properly, that we can function, that we can walk, okay? That we can go play in the park with our grandchildren, that we can take hikes with the family, we can still ride our bikes, we can still do all those things, and we can carry the laundry up and down the stairs, right? One of the worst things is we buy houses that, that are single floor, one level, no more stairs anymore. Next thing you know, you can't go up and down the, the curb out in front of your house. So it's, you snooze, you lose, okay? Injury prevention, fall prevention comes with proper strength training programs. And if you need help with that, because not everybody knows how to do it. Everybody thinks, okay, let's just stand on some wobble boards and that's going to improve my balance. It's not going to improve your balance and it's not going to improve your fall prevention. It is not going to improve your fall prevention. So you need to seek out a professional that can help you with that. I'm more than happy to give you a hand with that. We do remote coaching. During these time pandemic fears, even after this, we do some remote coaching. So if you need some help, give me a call or message me on Facebook. I'm more than happy to help you. So um, that's what I have for you today. I thank you for taking the time to listen to me. I hope it was insightful for you. And you can look for more tips from us down here at Yes Fitness. We help you get fit, feel younger, and live better next week at 3.30. So everybody stay safe and enjoy yourselves. Have a great Memorial Day weekend.